Quinny boy. Very happy man at the hello, moment. Hello, hello, hello. Very how, happy man. How are we? Fantastic. Happy, obviously. Very happy. Good trade period. It was uh, nice to see my club getting involved this year. So some good things, but it was an interesting trade period. I thought most of them got done quickly, which is what we wanted to see. A couple of late ones, but most of them got done early, which is a good result for, I think, most people. Yeah, I don't think we had a dull day really over the trade period. So there was a lot of action um, spread across the the 10 days. So it was really good um, compared to previous years where nothing happens until the last couple of days. So to have some big trades go down you know, on most days was was great. We kept it really entertaining. I mean, the last day is always hectic, but it was a big, it was a big, big last half an hour. Yeah, last ten minutes even it yeah. came right down to the way. Even I think after deadline they were still doing deals mm. once the timer ran out. So yeah, that's great. what you always want to see. But trade ser- trade period season, whatever you want to call it, trade period aside, how's your week been, mate? Yeah, good. Yeah, thanks for asking. You don't want to get straight into business. We have a chit chat. Well, you went straight into it, and you, you I'm excited. Happy I'm excited. about the Tigers. Absolutely. Um, but now been good, been good. Um, trying to stay dry with this crazy weather we've got in Melbourne at the moment. So. Um, haven't been able to do too much. Um, bit of work from home, but apart from that, it's been been pretty stock standard. Yourself? No, not too bad. I uh, had footy trip on the weekend, oh, which yeah, of is course. always yeah. good fun. Yeah, went up to. Well, technically, we stayed in Moama, but we spent most of the time in Echuca. So both border border towns, ones in New South Wales, ones just in Victoria. Um, How so did you perform on, on, on the footy trip? Well, I thought I performed quite well, and then at the end of the trip on the bus home, I got voted worst on. So. Yep. My peers didn't uh, value my performance too highly, but I thought I did all right. Yeah. Um, I, don't know, I guess it's, it's all, su- I all subjective. <laughs> it's all subjective. So that's all right. That's why you put in a big preseason and you can come back bigger and better next year. So if I get invited back, so we'll see how that goes. But no, that was good. And then, like you said, just avoiding the weather, mate. We've had some uh, new place. I mean, it's already got some uh, water leaking and yeah. water, water damaged roof. Yep. And I've only been there a month, so it's not a good start, but that's all right. Home life, homeowner life. That's it, man. You've got to fix these things up, you know. Well, but to be fair, it has been non-stop raining the last couple of days, so. Well, absolutely. Yeah. But something. still, there's, there's something faulty there. Still, yeah. You've got to get that fixed. Exactly. But I'm putting that at the back of my mind at the moment because it's podcast time. It is podcast time. Podcast time. We'll just, let's just get into it. I Sting, think we've had enough to chat, haven't we? Why are you so nervous, Marcus? It's all right, mate. Good aid, chick. And I'll just say, right, I had to say, my toots. Did the boys take the piss out of it? Yes, we did, but we all did enjoy. Yes, we all did enjoy that trade period, Big Spider. Unless you're a St Kilda fan. Yeah. Yes. Or, or a North fan. <laughs> there's, a few, there's a few clubs that might be a bit disappointed, but I think for the most part, we'll everyone's get done quite well. We'll get no, to the disappointing it. ones. Um, I think... We all know the big trades that have gone down. They're not going to come as a surprise while listening to this, but we'll go through them, give our thoughts nonetheless. Yeah, we'll just skim through all the trades that happened. There were a fair few. Um, we'll just give a quick little quick little brief on um, on some of them. And started way back on, on the 30th of September when Carl Amon joined Hawthorne. He was a free agent. Um, so not exactly a trade, but still player movement. And yeah, the Hawks got their man. I mean, they need him at the moment. They're losing him. All, all, their, the all their experience is gone, so to have Carl Amon on a wing will definitely help them. Absolutely, quite a handy pick up there. Um, and Port Adelaide got their second round compensation pick, so I think they'll be pretty happy with that in yep. return. Yep. Bobby Hill, Jordan Collingwood, a few days later. I think that was the first 
official trade. trade. Yep. Yeah, the first trade it was. And he'd be happy just to get out of um, GWS. He'd be trying for a couple of seasons now, so yep. he'd be stoked. And Collingwood's a big club, so I'm sure he's pretty happy going there. Yep. Timmy Taranto. Oh, we can spend Here a bit of time go. on this Here one. We, one. we can dip right into this one. This is huge for the Tigers. No, this was big because this is exactly the kind of play we're after. Um, he had a really, really good season, so I'm stoked to get him on board. And I think it was – a lot of people say we gave a lot. We gave, I think, pick 12 and pick 19 we gave to the Giants for him. But I think to get these players across and win him over from other clubs, you've got to do that. And Tigers did what they had to do and we got our man. So, yep. yeah, very happy. Yeah, it's huge. Jaden Hunt joined West Coast, another free agent, so not exactly a trade. A few um, of those. But yeah, that went under the radar, just sort of happened out of nowhere. I didn't expect it. Across. I didn't. Yep. You didn't hear many rumours about this one, so it just sort of came out of the blue. But yeah, that's another it's a good pickup for West Coast, and I think he probably wasn't going to get as much opportunity as he wanted at the D, so he'll have a yep. good time up there. Yep. Blake Akers went to the Blues. Another under the radar one a little bit, yeah. I thought. Like, there was some rumours towards trade period, but I didn't hear much before that. Yeah, so you know, I think he nominated Carlton not long after their semi-final loss. Um, and then it all sort of happened from there. Like there was no big big picks or anything involved. It was always going to be like a third or, third or fourth round pick, which is crazy. Like it's an absolute bargain, I think, for the Blues. Oh, it's a steal. Yeah, like he's a, he had a very good season for Frio. He's had a very good last two seasons. And 26 years, years old, heading into his prime, um, he's going to slot straight in on that wing, which is what the Blues need. And... It's a perfect piece of the puzzle. So I'm very happy as a Carlton man. So hey, well, good would piece too. of business. Yep. McStay joined Collingwood. Definitely didn't stay at the lines, did he? I was say, a lot, a lot of puns about Dan McStay going around, you know, Dan didn't McStay and all that sort of <laughs> stuff. But yeah, nah, this is this kind of player Collingwood's looking for. I think Dan McStay is probably getting his tyres pumped a little more than what I think he should at the moment. He only averages about 1, 1.1 goals yeah. a game or whatever it is. But I think he'll slot nicely into that Collingwood forward line. They've done well without a key forward. And having him alongside my check would just compliment him really nicely, I think. So I'd be stoked if I was a Collingwood fan. Yeah, I mean, it's just a it's a good good target to have up forward, I think. I think, yeah, a little bit overrated in terms of um, the noise around him. I think it's probably only because he's going to Collingwood. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a good get for him. Absolutely. Unrestricted free agent too. Yes, he was, correct. Um, Liam Jones Liam Jones joined the Bulldogs. Jeez, that was tough to, to say. I can imagine sentence. it was tough for you to say. <laughs> and that, yes, for many reasons. Um, strange. A weird one. You don't see this one too often, do you? Yeah, well. Guy misses a season and a half. Essentially retired. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it was the most complex situation you'll uh, you'll ever see in, in footy with the, the whole vaccine thing at the time. So, um, But, yeah, he joins the Bulldogs on a three-year deal. Three-year deal for a 32-year-old. It's It's pretty big. It's uh, it's interesting. It's for a guy that hasn't played footy in a season yeah. and a half. Maybe they think the rejuvenation period he's had there will suit him, but it'll be interesting to see. And he's gone back to his original club that drafted him. Mm. Yeah, so, so back back to where it all started. So he'll be great for the dogs. I think they. I think he will be, but I, I think the three year deal could be a bit of a yeah, a bit of a stretch. It's an for interesting him, one for someone usually. Yeah, you know, players over thirty don't get that. I reckon so. you could have offered him six months, and he would have taken it as well. Probably so interesting, but anyway, that's all right. Definitely couldn't have offered him a um, a vaccine though. So, <laughs> moving on. All right. So the Saints were really pumped about this one. Zane Cordy from the Bulldogs. They were absolutely stoked with this. <laughs> nah, just joking. They are. Uh, this is the only real thing the Saint Kilda did. All, all. It wasn't even a trade. It was a free agency pickup. So yeah, no, that it was too. I this what this one. I feel like I didn't even remember happening. And then I saw a post about it like two days later. I said I don't remember that going down, but. Mm-mm. There you go. Yeah, Zane Cordy's gone to the Saints. Yeah. yeah. 
Griffin Logan, Darcy Tucker joined the Kangas. Well, Griffin Logan got where he wanted to go. He'd yep. been looking to get out of Frio, which is surprising considering Frio on the up and it wasn't like he needed opportunity. He was getting his game time every week at Fremantle. Now he's gone to the worst club in the competition. So it's an interesting choice for, for both those boys, but especially Griffin Logan, I think, is Fremantle were pretty keen to keep him. But I think it's a pretty fair deal going both ways, do you think? I think so, yeah. I think both teams win there. The North gets some... Somewhat experienced, like mature bodies in there, um, which will help their young team. But yeah, I think Frigo used those those picks to um to get those those players in, which we'll mention soon. Yeah, so they got a future second, third, and fourth round selection. Yeah, yeah. Ben Long joined the Gold Coast from the Saints. Well, that's another one, a bit of a bit of easy piece of business there. I think pretty straightforward. Yeah. Do you think a second round pick's about right for Ben Long? It's about right. It's probably a little bit overs. I would have thought just a little bit, but yeah. considering uh, you know someone like Blake Akers win it, you know, in a third round pick, so yeah, probably a little bit overs. But I mean, yeah, it's good for the Suns. I think that's what they need. No, they need someone like him, a bit of experience too. Yep. So they'll be happy with that. Yep. Barry, Tommy Barry, very good from Brisbane to Gold Coast. So just right down the highway. That's it. Not a far a short, trip. Short probably, trip. Can probably doesn't have to move house. You'd, no, you would wouldn't imagine. Just, oh, I, Maybe. Depends where he lives. It's an hour drive, I think. Yeah, if he lives half an hour from yeah, Brisbane in true. between, you never that's know. True. I don't know where Tom Berry lives at this point, so. You don't? We can ask. We'll yeah. ask him. We'll get him on, ask him where he lives. But yeah, no, this, I think this was another good one. Um, I don't know how Brisbane feel about the whole situation, but another good uh, pickup from the Suns. Yeah. Josh Corbett left the Suns, though, and went to the Dockers. Didn't get much opportunities at the Suns, so Rio just bolstered their, um, their key position stocks. Yeah, interesting... Um, choice. Have you ever seen him play? No, that's what I'm saying. I, I find it yeah very interesting that mm. he's, if he's not getting opportunity at the Gold Coast, I'm surprised he'll be getting lots at Fremantle who are a lot yeah. better than the Gold Coast. Yeah, but finished. I haven't really seen much of Josh Corbett play, no. so I'm not going to comment too much on this one. Yep. Tanner Bruin joined Geelong Steel for the Cats, a young gun. Absolutely. High draft pick. That, and I think that's the way to define Geelong's trade season has been absolutely steel. They always dominate it. And it's a quite frustrating. But this isn't, well, there's a couple of these this, um, trade period, but this one I was a little bit annoyed with. You see these young guys that aren't really giving back to the clubs that gave them an opportunity and are just jumping ship quite early in their mm. careers. And I know it's all about, you know, doing what you want to do and all that sort of stuff. But I still, th- I'm, I'm a bit old school. I think I want to see players at the younger age as well yep. give back to the club a little more. So disappointing in that sense. But Geelong have got an absolute steal here. And the Giants got a first round pick, which I think is number mm. 18. Well, back on to the, what you, 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 your thoughts about the Giants here. They've got an unbelievable draft hand this year. So they've got, obviously got pick one, which we'll discuss soon. But they've got a, a raft of first round draft picks. It's like, they need to nail these ones and keep these guys at the club for at least six years. Well, I think that's the last part of what you said is the most accurate thing because they tend to they tend to nail their draft picks and get really good players in, but it's keeping in them. terms of keeping them like long term. Yeah, yeah, that's, you, that's you almost have to draft locally. Yeah, which is hard though because there, there aren't probably many prospects mm. coming out of Western Sydney. But yeah, that's what they're going to try and do and get these guys in and. Um, yeah, it's a struggle. I did see uh, someone on Twitter. I thought was quite funny. He goes as a big um, as a as a big club supporter from Melbourne. He goes, um, I'm really hoping the Giants absolutely nail these uh, these draft picks this season because it's really going to um, affect, affect our yeah, list in four years from now. That. So I was saying like that I butchered the butchered the gag, but yeah, yeah it was true. That was good. Uh, Sorry, guys. Luke Jackson joined Freo. Now, this was the one we all huge. predicted. We all knew it was going to happen. It was just how it was going to get down. So, 
Fremantle got Luke Jackson a third round pick and a fourth round pick. And uh, Melbourne got their first round pick in compensation, a future first and a future second, which I think is probably about right. Yeah. And an- so. an- another one. You can't really say he didn't give back though, Jackson. He, he won them a flag. Won a flag with them. He was only there for two, two still three there for seasons. Three, he was there for three, three years. Seasons. Still, yeah. But I think he always kind of had that intention of going. Yeah. I, it doesn't excuse it, but I think if you've won a grand final with a club, it's. I don't know. I feel like it's different if you're in that developmental stage with a club. But if you're in a club, you play in a premiership with them, and like mm. you've, you've given a lot. Yeah, if that makes sense. For I sure. think it's a little bit different than the Bruins situation. And massive money to go home. So oh yeah, you he was always going to take it. Yeah. Will Setterfield joined the Bombers from the Blues. Well, a bit out of luck with uh, opportunities yeah. at Carlton. I think yep. he was an Essendon supporter growing up, so he'd be happy with this one. I think it's a pretty fair deal. You guys got a future fourth? Yes, I think, yeah, future fourth. So Yeah, and Essendon, I think, got him and a fourth-round pick. Yeah, so. pretty straightforward one. He was out of contract. Wasn't going to break into the Carlton midfield when everyone's fully fit. So, um, yeah, no-brainer for mine. No, uh, no love lost there. No. Uh, Isaac Rankin joined the Crows. That was huge. Gold Coast, though, losing another young, talented player. It's, it's a really unfortunate trend with the Suns and the Giants, and I hope if they start that Tassie team they're talking about, it doesn't happen down there too, which I, f- I feel like it won't um, because I don't, I'll, I'll get into that another time. But, um, yeah, I just disappointing to see another one want to jump ship, leave the club. Um, he was pretty determined to get to Adelaide, and they got the deal done, but I, I think the Suns would be pretty disappointed with this one. Yeah, for sure. I mean, to lose a player like Rankin, who's who's going to be a superstar, I think Adelaide have uh, have lucked out there, and the go home factor was huge. So, yeah, amazing get for the Crows. Speaking of go home factor, yeah, Jason Horn Francis joined the Port Adelaide Football Club. Geez, the most uh, the most confusing, complex four way trade you'll ever see. It was yeah, well, and probably too hard for me to explain it. And the most talked about controversial. First year of a number one draft pick you'll see, I think. Well, he's a little bit of a... Has it ever... I don't think it's ever happened where a number one pick's left up for the first season. Not well, not that I can remember. No. Nah. Not that I can remember. It, it seems very petty. And he also... Yeah. Did you see the back and forth? So he came out and said that he thought North wasn't stable enough. And that's why he left. And then did the Cam Zerhard jabs on social media yeah. giving it to him. I feel like there was definitely no love loss there between those two. Mm between Horn Francis and North Melbourne, but he got to where he wanted to go, Jason, and he, I think his old man played for Port Adelaide, so he'd be yep. pretty stoked to get there. And Port Adelaide's midfield is arguably one of the top three in the comp at the moment yeah, with some of the players, if Horn Francis becomes the player we all expect him to. Yeah, no, that's, it's a huge get for Port just to get a number one pick in from last year. And I think they've got another early pick as well. And, um, yeah, they're doing good things. They're really, for the now, Port Adelaide, after such a disappointing season, so... They'll definitely be looking to spike back up the ladder. Um, and then in part of that trade, North traded away the number one draft pick, which was huge, and got picks two and three in return. So GWS had the pick one now. So it's uh, it was a crazy, crazy four-way trade and also involved Junior Rioli going to Port Adelaide. So Port Adelaide have really bolstered their team this year. They have. They're really stocked up, and I think that 11th place, 11th placed finish um, this season has probably put the boot up the arse a little bit, for lack of a better term. And I think they've... They knew they had to hit the trade period hard and um, have a big preseason, and they'll be right back up there, you'd imagine. Yep. Jack Gunston joined the Lions in a great get for the Lions. Exactly what they they needed—a bit of experience up forward with losing McStay and Gunston joins Danaher up there. It's going to be a, a scary forward line. Well, it seems to be a common theme with uh, Hawthorne's senior players all sort of jumping ship late in their career and playing one or two seasons mm. at another club, and it's not the first time someone's done it at Brisbane with 
Hodgie going there um, a Virtual. few years ago now. Birchall went there as well. So common theme. And like we spoke about before, Hawthorne have gotten rid of a lot of experience, but this is just suiting Brisbane absolutely perfectly. And um, despite going out in an embarrassing preliminary final loss, they're going to be right back there again next oh, year. Yeah. And, and uh, without these trade these trades that they've done, um, they'd be up there anyway, but especially with blokes like Gunson in your side. Yeah. Experienced head. He's won premierships before. He knows what he's doing. Yeah. Perfect play yeah, for them. It's huge for them. Brody Grundy. Joining the D's from the Pies, this was arguably one of the biggest of the, the trade period, if not the biggest. Well, you've arguably got the two best ruckmen in the competition now playing for the one side. And I think selfless on Max Gorn's behalf, to he obviously would have had those conversations with Melbourne about how Grundy being there would have looked. And he's obviously decided that we're going to make it work. And it's going to benefit the club, especially with the five-man bench. I think they're going to be bringing in next year to have both those guys running around is going to be phenomenal. And it, it's... A, it, it is funny that Collingwood are now paying another expensive contract mm. for a player that's not at the club and it's not the first time they've done it. Just shows how poorly they managed their salary cap you know, two or three years ago. Well, there's a lot of people when they were signing Grundy on that big money that were saying it's a, yeah. it's a bit long and people a bit much. It. But I think back then they had to because he was going to go. Yeah. So I think they just sort of, we've got to do it, we've got to do it, we've got to do it. Yeah. And now they're, I think how many years is it? Five years they're paying? I think 600 it's five, grand? Four or five, yeah. And they're paying like 600 grand a year for yeah. five years. It's Crazy. it's a lot of money for someone that's not playing for your club. Yeah. Jack Bowes, Gold Coast of Geelong. Like, they can't they, keep getting away with and this. And they got pick seven. I mean, this is the most bizarre it's, one to me. They the got stupidest trade I've ever seen. Geelong have received Jack Bowes and pick seven and Gold Coast got a future third in compensation. <laughs> they like, gave more than they received. Like, have Geelong got... Dirt on like all these teams or they've something. They've got photos. Where they've they got photos somewhere. Somehow managed to finesse everyone. I reckon. Like how have they done this? Geelong has got some nudes of Stewie Jew somewhere. They must. And Definitely me, Stewie. Let me tell you, if I was the Suns, I would be calling their bluff because no one wants to see Stewie Jew nudes. So <laughs> you'd be absolutely safe with them having these nudes. You wouldn't want to get those out. But I think that was that was salary dumping. Yeah, Suns. They were. That's the reason why they've done this. But it's absolutely ridiculous that it's happened to a club like Geelong. Yeah, um, I know. To give it to the premier, the, the rich yeah. keep getting richer, as yeah. they say. But again, credit to Geelong. As yeah. mu- as much as it bothers me, it, credit to Geelong. They're continually stacking up their list, even though it's a premiership list. Mm. Like they don't, they don't just. Um, <sighs> yeah, I know I'm what you mean. I'm out of I, I know what you it's mean. It's late like, at night. I'm out of words. People that kick up a fuss. They're about not Geelong content. Always, yeah, like always winning the trade period. It's like there's 17 other teams that have the same access, like. Geelong are just smarter at it. They're just going that, about it the right it. way. That's, that's, that's it. That's as simple and as it is. Let's, let's be honest. You can say whatever you want about them, but every club aspires to do what they're doing at yep. the moment. Being at the top of their le- the top of the game, top of the competition, playing finals every year. Everyone's they've jealous. It, they've done it for the last 15 years. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, um, I, I talk a lot of shit about Geelong, but I'm very jealous. Yeah. Moving on. Jacob Popper. Yes, the big one. Another big one. <laughs> the big one or bigger than Taranto? Nah, oh, bigger body than Taranto. Yeah. But no, I think Taranto for me is definitely the better player. Um, but this one for me was more of a steal because in between all this, there was the rumours of Jack Graham leaving, going to Port Adelaide. And you'd imagine it was because these two midfielders were coming into the club, he would have been going elsewhere. But he ended up staying. Then it was talked about that we'd be giving up Ivan Soldo to get, with a couple of picks to get Hopper in. We've managed to keep Soldo um, and we got... We got Hopper in, sorry, for a second round pick and a future first round selection, which I think is pretty good considering Hopper's a contracted player. Yeah, no, very so good. I reckon we've, it's an absolute steal, to be honest. Yeah. To get Taranto and Hopper is, is huge to, to join that midfield. So, whew, 
Tigers next year, watch out. Hope and so. It hurts for me to say that. Um, Billy Frampton. Huh? We passed him. Billy, oh, Billy. How could we forget we Billy? We passed Billy Frampton. Billy Frampton, yes. Jordan I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I've ever seen Billy Frampton play much. Maybe that's why we passed him. Maybe, potentially. But well, Collingwood got Billy Frampton and Adelaide got a future third-round selection, which I can't argue with. I think it's a pretty straightforward swap. Let's leave that there. Aaron Francis joined the Swans and watch Aaron Francis turn into a superstar now. He will. That's what, what Sydney do. He Look will. what they did with Paddy McCartan. They turn and players. And they do it with every player that's on the, you know, on the chopping block or their career looks like it's about to be over. They transform them. Also satisfying seeing uh, a player leave Sydney and become an absolute star. Leave Sydney. That no, Essendon, leave Essendon, that, sorry. I was just about to say that. It would be great to see. Because he's be, got a lot of potential. Absolutely. I think he was a number six draft pick as well. He was high. He was high. I think... Is he in the same draft pick as... And they picked him before Clayton Oliver. Yeah. Potentially. Or something like that. Or something something strange. But you, that's the thing. Yeah. It's so hard at that, at that 18-year-old age. You always, yeah. He was a key position player, I'm pretty sure, when you, when they picked him up. So Yeah, exactly. So Smart at the time. But yeah, I think in Essendon, for him, we've gotten a second-round pick and a future fourth. Yeah. So, Correct. Yeah. yeah. No, good trade. Sam Wiedemann joining the Bombers. So the Bombers got a bit busy in the last couple of days. Well, this was a no-brainer. Um, Wiedemann was looking. Wiedemann would be looking for opportunity. I know. So I can see why he would. He wasn't getting much game time at Melbourne, and yeah. arguably with you bring in Grundy into that side as well, who will no doubt roll forward while not rucking. Mm. There's another spot he's not taking. Oh, yeah, he had to go, Wiedemann. And he, exactly. He had to go, and I think Essendon had vacancies in their forward line. So what's the thing? I think Essendon supporters aren't. You know, too happy with their signings this trade period. Like they haven't, they've just gotten average players, not really getting a game anywhere else. Like what? you look at Setterfield and, and Wiedemann, you know, not really providing with a lot of excitement, are they? No, but to be fair, and I think Essendon fans and everyone has to take this into consideration. Up they're until a couple of weeks ago, they had, yeah, they had no yeah. coach. Um, they don't know what's going on with their board members, CEOs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. You were never going to draw a big fish. I mean, you, Horn Francis wanted out of North Melbourne because mm. they were unstable. What do you think? What's that? What are they thinking of Essendon at yeah. the moment? So, exactly. I think Brad Scott's going to put him in the right direction. But yeah, one step at a time. I think Essendon fans and these sorts of players are probably all you're going to get. Yeah, exactly. This season. Well, two dogs joined the D's: Josh Shackey and Lockie Hunter. Shackey onto his third club. Third club already, and he's still pretty young. He's like 23, 24. He's number two draft pick and. 2015, I think, or yeah, 2015, number two. Okay, he's older he, than 23 then. Yeah, Weedering was number one. Shaki was two. So yeah, he's still quite young. Um, third club already. Jeez, it's interesting. And it's just I don't know if you if you play in the Melbourne team as well. I just can't see him fitting in there. He's going to be depth for sure because hmm. you can play forward or back, which is good. Yeah, and tap hitting the ruck if he needs, but obviously he's not going to play in Melbourne's ruck. No, so they're not going to need him there. But, um, but Lockie Hunter. Lockie Hunter's think, a good one. I think he'll do well there, straight in the wing, potentially, rotate through the midfield. Lockie Hunter is a very good one for Daisy. Well, he's been top three in their best and fairest the last few yeah. seasons. Uh, so the Bulldogs will be spewing to see him go out the door as well. But Melbourne, another team that seems to have done really well. I mean, you look yep. at Josh Shackey, and on face value, it's not a massive pick, but he's a great depth player to have. And as a Melbourne fan, I'd be thinking, well, I know if I lose a forward and you have someone like Shackey come in to replace him, it's not a bad, mm. not a bad result. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, the D's have done very well this trade period. Uh, Josh Dunkley joining the Lions. Finally, that happened. You know, two years ago he wanted out, and two years later, it came right down to the wire again. Two uh, years this, later, and a best and fairest. Yeah, exactly. But he finally got his move out, and he moves up north to the Lions in a, in a pretty big trade. 
Yeah, it was a big one. And like you said, it came down. I think that one was after the deadline, potentially. I think so. Yeah, yeah it was after the deadline. I saw, I was watching Trade Radio last night. And you could see Liam Pickering in there with the Brisbane officials trying to get things done. It looked very heated, very tense. But I think they all knew it was going to happen. It was just sort of uh, squabbling. I think it was about the future third or fourth round. Yeah. I think they'll. It was very Making complex. a big deal about, which is interesting. But yeah, no, the deal got done. Dunkley's moving up north, which he's very happy about. Like you said, he's been trying for a while. And I think Bulldogs are compensated well enough. Yeah, yeah. I think a good trade for both teams. Big trade, big three-way. Tom Mitchell to Collingwood. Ollie Henry to Geelong. Cooper Stevens to Hawthorne. Oh, boy. That was, uh, that was one we didn't expect with... I mean, there was rumours about Mitchell going to Collingwood, but... For it to actually happen. Well, I heard early in the massive. trade period a Collingwood official say that that's unlikely. Mm. Like they, he didn't seem that interested. I mean, I know you're not going to tell the full truth on, on, on air and on radio, but I, I genuinely believe that. I thought, oh, I think it might just be rumours and that's all it is. And especially because the clock hit zero last night and there was no talk. Well, there was talk about it, like the rumours still, but there was nothing solid about Tom Mitchell going to Collingwood. And then about 10 minutes later, it all popped out. Yep. So... Ollie Henry's another one who got what he wanted. He left the pies and gets to go play with his brother now. Yep. Um, but I think Tom Mitchell in that pick, that one there is, is the big one. Going Huge. to Collingwood, that's massive. You add him into the midfield with Taylor Adams, Jordan Degoe, Pendlebury, yep. Dacos. That's that's a scary midfield. Yep. We spoke about Port Adelaide having a great midfield. Collingwood's is yeah. going to be crazy yeah. next year. I hate it, but geez, they've done well. Again, done you well. hate it, but it's jealousy as well. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Uh, Rory Lobb speaking to someone who wants to get out of his club finally got out of Frio jeez uh, almost for the storyline I just wanted Frio to keep him yeah. another year just just for a bit of a laugh just because it's he's been trying for I think two years in a row yeah. now yeah. he hasn't been able to get out so I wonder what the urgency was but he's finally got what he wanted he's gone to the doggies which I think is a great pick for the Bulldogs I think they'd be absolutely stoked to have him I know they lost Shaki who was more of a fringe player but I think uh, having Lobb in there as well will suit them nicely yeah for sure it's exactly what they are uh, well, they need a big target to, to partner up with Norton there. So, very good for the dogs. Uh, and then the final trade. I think this is one of the most surprising ones. It was. It came late. I think it was, you know, 48 hours until the deadline and this um, first came to news. Yeah. Well, I heard the man himself give an interview after the fact that he'd been traded and he said, I had no idea I'd be wearing these colours a couple of weeks ago, yeah. but here we are. But that's uh, Jaeger Amira got himself to Fremantle. Back home. WA boy. Yeah, so he got back to Fremantle um, and Hawthorne. In, uh, Hawthorne received Loic Mead in a future round. Loic Meek. Loic Meek, sorry. Lloyd Meek. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say Loic Meek? Yeah, I don't know what I said. You've lost it. It's a late night. This is a late yeah, night recording. Late. We can't keep doing these, but Hawthorne received Lloyd Meek. Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd, I said. I said Lloyd that time. You sure? Lloyd Meek. Well, lucky this and gets a recorded. And second round selection tied to the Western Bulldogs. What a way to end. We're not uploading this episode. <laughs> We're not uploading this one. We can uh, we can go without, I think. <laughs> All right. Well, that's trade period done. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> this went too long. I'm sick of you. Uh, all right. Well, good night. And we will talk to uh, talk to you all soon. <laughs>